My Kingdom to His podcast, where we strive to show and spread the love of Jesus through our lives and our media. Colossians 3 and 17 says, And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. And that's exactly what we're about to do. With us today, we have a special guest. He uh, just graduated in December with a communications major. Um, he played on the University of Kentucky's football team and was a big reason for this turnaround of the culture of the football team. You see, everyone used to joke about UK football, but that's not how it is anymore. Our guest, Jordan Griffin. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. What's going on, brother? Appreciate you, my boy. Um, how about you telling them, KBH family, a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, like you said, uh, student athlete, I guess I could say former student athlete now, uh, UK alumni, uh, you know, just in that stage where just trans transitioning, um, training right now for the NFL, you know, that'd be a blessing if that happens. Uh, also got got my real estate license, got that, got that moving in the right direction. Well, that's big time. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm a day trader as well in the Forex market. Um, does do a lot of things in, in that regards. Um, just trying to move in the right direction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That sounds great. How did you get to Kentucky? Where, where are you from? How did you actually get to Kentucky? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and if you're familiar with that area, then I'm from Clayton County. To be more, be more uh, exact, be more specific, from Riverdale, Georgia. And uh, you know, just as of course I got a scholarship here to come play. Uh, got recruited. Had a lot of a lot of teams that that were after me at that time playing, but Kentucky just felt more like home. And just wanted to change that, change that culture. And with the guys that I came in with, Devontae Robinson and Tobias Gilliam, you know, those guys really fit home with those guys and just wanted to change something. So that's how I got here. And y'all definitely accomplished that. Definitely, definitely. Go out with two bowl wins? Two bowl wins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's amazing. Man, what we're really interested about here is your God moment. You know, I was on the team for a year or two with you. Yes, and um, I've seen how you walked, and I admired you from afar. Appreciate that. And, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, now I'm just interested in hearing your God moment. When was it that your relationship with Christ became personal? Just the whole walk yes, sir. itself. Definitely. Uh, you know, it kind of started changing. Well, I was always grew up in Christ, grew up in a church home. Uh, my family always had me in at an early age. And, you know, as things started progressing more sports-wise, and it kind of went away as far as went away from going to church every day. I'm mean, every Sunday, and, um, even as a family. And, uh, you know, we kind of kind of strayed away from it. You know, my mom was working on trying to get her uh, home nurse business going. So things were just kind of, things just kind of went away from us as far as going, being in that church home that we, that we always knew. And uh, for me, I saw my I saw my uh, Christ with I saw my relationship with Christ started to grow more um, after I went to an FCA camp um, in North Carolina around my tenth grade year, and I had an unbelievable time up there um, up there in the in the mountains. I forgot what the mountain was. It might called. be Black Mountain. Black Mountain. Black Mountain. Yes, sir. Exactly, yes, sir. Exactly. I went there when I was yeah. in high school. Yeah, that was a that was definitely a monumental um, a monumental time in my life. Uh, definitely met a lot of guys up there and just really felt home and really felt like I wanted to change for the better and uh, gave my life to Christ um, up there. Well, I regave my life to Christ. I gave it to Christ, you know, when you were younger, but it's a different feeling when you yeah, regive it, you know. And uh, so that's when that, that, that time frame changed for me. And things started to change even more once I started seeing the platform that I had on a football standpoint and just seeing the people that gravitated to me. So I wanted to 
not only be an uplifting factor for others, but I want to be the uplifting factor for my family as well. I want to get us back into Christ. I want to get us back into uh, get us back into the church home. And my pastor liked to call me the, the rock in a sense. And, you know, and we push, uh, we push. I just wanted to push my family towards it. And we got back as a family, as a whole. And you know, we had our, our times as a family where we were down. So I really felt like, well, that people tell me that I was the person that bring them back, but I feel like God was the one that, that brought us back. Um, brought us back closer and brought us back together into the church. And that's how that started. That's Man. How that Man, that's amazing right there. Because not only did it, you get your self-relationship with Christ, but you didn't just keep it to yourself. You Definitely. went and you got back from your family. It's like, we got to get stronger back in this, how we was. Absolutely. And, and that's big. I, I admire that. I appreciate it. Thank you. After you, um, you gave your life to Christ, what are some of the challenges being? Uh, as in high school or around uh, more recently? A little uh, both. In high school... Oh yeah, this is one story that I kind of, I don't really talk about much, but I kind of kept it to myself. But around my 10th grade year, we was a big high school, well, we went to big high school. It was a small high school, but we had some good athletes that came across. And my best friend at the time, still my best friend, but my best friend at that time, uh, Zary Cooper, he was highly recruited as well. And he played quarterback. And we wanted to go to college together. And um, we experienced life together. And he signed to go to Clemson. I had the same offer to go to Clemson, but I, of course, I didn't go there, but um, he tore his ACL his um, junior year, and we was expected to go really, really far and do some big things our junior year. And when that happened, it kind of, I kind of wanted to, of course, keep keep the keep the torch and, and do it for him. But I didn't have my best junior year at all, and um, it's probably it's probably one of my worst years to me in a sense. And uh, but I still I still got recruited, so that was still a blessing. But um, that was probably the time where it started getting a challenge because I, I had so much motive of wanting to be that, that it factor and wanting to push my team and wanting to be there for my teammates and for him and things not go my way. I kind of started to question, you know, I started kind of started to question why this happened to me, and, you know, the, yeah. the, the usual. So uh, one of our chapel, our team's chapel, he, he had an annual, um, Basically, an annual, you know, you basically have your, your chapel annual uh, weekly devotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekly devotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he uh, basically just challenged me to, to, he was bringing in a group of guys from all around the county, and he wanted to just teach them the, the book of John. And uh, so we basically just attacked that, and that's when I started to rekindle that again and started to, started to see, started to see why. I was going through what I was going through, and just to see why that stay positive in that in that in that time, and continue to push forward and continue to grow closer to Christ. Yeah, one thing I really like that you talked about was like your performance your junior year was getting to you. And one thing that we talk a lot about on this show is um, our faith isn't performance based. Like Jesus Absolutely. doesn't like we're saved whenever we believe in Christ and we're walking with Him. It's not performance based. We can never yeah. earn it because if we could earn it, Jesus wouldn't have had to come and right. die for us, you know. But then also it's the same way. Like when things aren't going good in our life, it's not us to turn and God and be like, "Wow, bro!" Like Definitely. that's not how it is. And the way you was talking about, you went through that and came out on the other side, and and that's amazing, brother. Definitely. What's some uh, with some college struggles you had. Definitely had some college struggles. Uh, you know, just 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 the. Uh, I think everyone kind of go through it as a as a college as a collegiate athlete, especially coming in. You know, you you're a big name back home. Um, 
you can look at all the stars if you want to. I'm not a big star guy, but you know, I was a four star thinking I was gonna come in and start right away. That didn't happen, but I did get playing time as a freshman, so that was still good. You know, I was still positive, I was still happy with that role. You know, uh, came in sophomore year and was had a bigger impact role, and things were going my way. Got injured, had a tore tore my ligament and my wrist, my scapula tore that. So I had to play with a whole cast the entire year. So that was tough, but I still got to play through it. So I was still happy about that. Junior year comes around, I re-aggravated, and I'm starting, I'm in the starting role, first four games. Uh, one game doesn't go my way, and things start to change. You know, things start to change. Started to feel, started to feel like things were against me in a way, in the, in the locker room or in, in the playing field. And uh, like I said, a couple of bad plays, and you see now you're not even in the role. You know, you're not even in the playing role anymore. And that just kind of just, kind of just keeps you, it kind of just keeps you in the, I used to call it keeping me in the hole. You know, I stayed in the hole and it was, it was tough for me to get out. Definitely tough for me to get out. And uh, I actually met with Aaron, who was our chapel, at the, well, it's still our chapel, but uh, especially our chapel at the time. And uh, Aaron Hole, he just wanted to challenge me to, you know, not worry, not worry about, about being so, so down in that, in that time frame and just have an ultimate goal on Christ and things will, continue to, to grow in, in that aspect. And uh, he challenged me to, to, you know, get back into the scripture and uh, to actually go go about a platform as far as getting up at six and reading the scriptures and stuff like that and getting into a moment where it's just you and him, you know, kind of like a meditating type deal. And uh, I challenged myself to do that. And the first, the first scripture that opened up to me that day that he told me to go, he didn't tell me to go read that scripture, but he told me to uh, basically, you know, just do that. He, he gave me that platform to to be in that that, that schedule, you know, getting up at six and, and doing those things. And the first scripture that came across my mind was Mark 12, 24. And I'll never forget it. And the reason the uh, the scripture basically just says that the reason why you're you're feeling this way is because that. You're not into scripture. You're not in the scripture as as you, as you should, and that uh you don't know the power of God, and that just really like it really stuck me. You know, early in the morning, yeah. that hit me as far as and Aaron just told me to go read, go be be more in the scripture. And I have a close friend named Khalid that's he's going into a, a, a pastor role, and um he was basically telling me the same thing. He was like, man, just I want my challenge for you to just get back into to scripture. And for that scripture to come up and say those things, I just knew that this is what I needed to be doing. And so I was just more at peace. You know, that was one of the biggest things that Aaron challenged me to do, just be more at peace, you know, because, you know, I'm an I'm a, I'm a analy I'm, I'm analytical person. I'm also an introvert as well, but I bring a lot of people together and I keep people uplifted. And for me to be down, you can see it when I'm down. So that was one thing that they wanted to challenge me to, to find my peace again. And, after that scripture, it just started moving back in my direction, and you know things just started happening yeah. much better for me. Yeah, that's fine. One thing I've been studying is well, like growing up, you know, I've grown up. My dad's been a pastor my whole life, and one thing you always hear growing up in the church is like, whenever you're really connected with Christ, things of this world don't matter to you as much. Like it does the highs and lows. Right. You're not there. You're stayed at peace. Definitely. Like the words you kept, <clears throat> like the words you kept saying. 
growing up, I used to always think that's just talk. That's yeah, just what yeah, they yeah. talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds good. That's what they saying. But man, lately going through some things, I'm close. I'm, I have the best relationship with Christ I've had my whole life, and it's yeah. like, man, it's not getting me upset like it used yeah, to. Like you still exactly. care, and you still feel like I'm not saying you're numb to anything, but like it doesn't hit you nowhere that's near right. as hard that's as right. it used to. Absolutely. Now, one thing is, I don't want to just focus on your challenges. What are some of your wins go, go, going through college? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. Uh, one thing that I like to, to look at is just by the relationship that I made here. You know, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm very family-oriented. And um, I, I really feel like things things change for you with the relationship that you have. And um, like I said, I've, I've always been a person that people gravitated to. So I met a lot of great people here, you know, and had success on the field, definitely. Uh, you know, but became an SEC, uh, a SEC SAC member, things of that nature. You know, it's just, it's definitely a lot of ups, definitely a lot of ups here. But I, I, one thing that I like to focus on was about the relationship that I made here with the people that I feel like I can call to my wedding one day, you know, and uh, just, just growing in that aspect, um, being challenged with Christ, being challenged in my life on a daily aspect, but also overcoming those obstacles and continuing to push and continue to send the overall goal. And it's been, it's definitely been a blessing. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Facts. See, one NMKBH family, one thing you notice is that on every show, someone has brought up relationships, their, um, their togetherness with people, community. Like, it's so important in your walk with Christ and just in life in general to have people that love you, that are for real challenging you to be better versions of yourself. If you don't have anyone challenging you, then you're just going to stay where you're at and you're not going to get any better. So you got to have people that really, truly love you and want to see the best in you so they can keep pushing you to be the best version of yourself. So before you graduated, when you were still taking classes on the football team, how did you make the time to still be in your word and pursue a deeper relationship with Christ with everything you had going on? Yeah. I was definitely very good at being able to, I definitely had a good set of time management skills. Um, I've always been that kind of person. You know, it, it did challenge me uh, quite a bit as far as as far as trying to find a set time, I'm like a, I'm like a big person with like putting the time right here and doing it at, at that exact time, yeah, but staying yeah. consistent on it. But also, uh, also realize that you know there's no set time that you you have to talk to God, and you know, and uh, that's one thing that I wanted to make sure that I talked to Him first before before anything else when I got up. So uh, basically, once once I once I told myself that I wanted to do that. Anything else before that? I did have a busy schedule, so we have we have like workouts at seven ish, depending on what time workout starts. Then I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get up two hours before it, and I'm gonna dedicate that first hour, the first thirty minutes, to uh, just talking to God and just and, and just basically meditating in a sense and just connecting with Him. Then the next thirty minutes, I'm gonna be in my scripture and, and do something in that manner to or get some type of motivational video, something like that in that manner. To, to motivate myself and get myself going. Then, of course, the next hour eating, eating the right things and stuff like that. But uh, basically, that was, that was, that was basically, the, basically the, the blueprint of, of what I did. It was, it was tough, though, at times because of the schedule that we had and things always coming up and always messing up the routine. And I hate messing up my routine. So 
that that was a big challenge for me. Uh, and even and I'm not gonna lie, it was days that you know, of course, that I didn't get to get to get I didn't get to be able to to talk to to God as far as in the morning like I should. And uh, things always seemed like it changed throughout the day when I didn't do that. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I, I definitely have to I definitely have to keep that in my in my daily routine. And you just feel much more at peace when I'm doing that. And you know, the the football and school part was always easy for me as far as you know just doing what I'm told. I've always been that kind of that kind of person. So that always came easy. But as long as I was able to get my my daily routine in with with, with Christ, then things would, would would work much more smoother for me throughout the day. Yeah, you feel you had a longer leash whenever you start with your day off with yeah, Christ. You know, definitely. you're not so quick to uh -oh. fly off the handle nah. that you can put up with a little yes, bit of little stuff. Yeah, that's how I am, man. I can tell if I'm if I don't worship in the morning and get into my word, right. then I'm I'm so liable yeah. to snap on the littlest of stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, yeah, Robbie. Things have changed so quick, man. But thank you for coming on the show, brother, man. Thank you, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You got some last words you want to share with NMKBH family? Uh, just continue to. Oh, we we actually I had a class today, and uh, one thing that they shared. Uh, well, of course, I'm in grad school right now. So uh, one thing that we shared today that I would like to uh, give out to the people was uh, the greatest life, the greatest gift in life that we receive is the one that we give away. And, you know, that was something that, that kind of really stuck with me that I guess we had a guest speaker today that he kind of said. And, of course, he used he resonated it with his mother that, that uh, well, he made the, the correlation with his mother um, showing him how, how to love and showing him how to inspire others and him doing that, him using those tools because he's a coach and providing for his players and providing for his family, his wife, and the people that he come in contact with. And, you know, basically we're just talking that that's the big, that's the bigger picture, you know, and just, uh, just, just being that inspiration for others. And things always come back around. What you put in the act, what you put in the universe will always come back. So. Man, we appreciate that, brother. Likewise. Definitely. Again, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. We really appreciate it here at NMKBH. And that wraps up another episode, family. Um, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Tune in for a new episode. And also go to NMKBH.com. Buy you guys some merch. You look good in it. Thank y'all. Have an amazing week. NMKBH out.